Isaiah 16, verse 22. Come on, are we ready? A little one shall become what? A thousand. The minimum you are becoming these days is a thousand times. <laughs> Who is ready for this? I said the minimum you are becoming this year is a thousand times. And a small one shall become what? A strong nation. I, the Lord. We hasten it in his time. That is where unusual speed was extracted. I, the Lord, we what? Hasten it. I will do it quickly, swiftly. In his time. And this is that time. Father, bless the preaching and the teaching of your word this morning. Open our hearts and open our ears to hear us to comprehend and empower us for divine execution. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Please get seated. I want to start this morning by saying to you that every time God speaks, God means what he says. Every time God speaks, pay good attention. God means what he says. A prophetic season must not be barren of prophetic witnesses. A prophetic season must not be barren of prophetic witnesses. There are testimonies that justify a prophetic season. And this is a prophetic season of God's seal of the Lord. And what the Lord said is very clean, clear, and direct. God is saying to you and I that this is our season of unusual speed. Connected to him as the doer and the lifter. That as your swearing this year is connected to the doings of God. That you must not get out of. In other words, this is not a season to compromise what God is saying. This is the season of no compromise. You can't afford to doubt God. You can't afford to doubt him. You can't afford to disbelieve him. You can't afford to compromise your position and compromise your stand. What is happening to you notwithstanding? What is going on around you notwithstanding? From everlasting to everlasting, God is God. And it remains God. It is to your advantage that you believe what he's saying. Please. No man's unbelief will discredit the supremacy of God. A man's unbelief has no capacity to discredit God. <laughs> He said, Pastor Paul, God said it the last three years. I didn't see it. It is you that didn't believe God. It's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He doesn't play with words. He doesn't play with words. He doesn't play with words. If you didn't see it, you didn't believe it. If you didn't see it, you didn't do the instructions that followed what he said. If truly you believed it, you must have seen it. You know, as a pastor, I, I try to help people. When we say we must have seen it, we are not saying that you must have arrived. 
You may be believing God for one billion, and God says, I shall give you the one billion at the right time, but take one million now. But you are still at the same level of zero naira. One naira, two naira, you know, sir. Do you get what I'm talking about now? Once you believe God, you may not be at your final destination, but God will alter your level positively. That is why if you are wise enough in your, remu your remuneration, and sorry, in your thinking rather, in your musing, in your reflection, you will identify that when I believed God, something happened, something shifted. So when God speaks, you must believe. Now listen carefully. Every time God speaks, God requires some things from you. Every time God speaks, God requires something from you. The problem with many of us at times is that when God speaks, we do nothing. When God speaks, we do nothing. And we try to quote, but Pastor Paul said it's not about us, it's about God. Yeah, it's about him, but God will not have you to be folding your hands. God will not have you to fold your hand. I said, but you say it's about him. It's I God factor. It's not I me factor, Pastor. It's I God factor. You are right. It's I God factor. It's all about God. This is it. But God will require you to do something. You will get the miracle done. He will lift you. He will put air on your wings so you can fly and soar. Ah, I am. But you'll be required to do something. And in this season, what God will require you to do is to build capacity for usual speed. When, if God sends his waves to you right now, and you have no capacity to fly, you might not fly. And if you fly, you might not be able to sustain your elevated level. God cannot fly you if you have not built the corresponding aging. If you have not built the corresponding engine, then God cannot fly you. His desires to fly you, he's committed to fly you, but he wants to find out, is your engine in place? There is an engine required for every mobility. And we have come to the instructive season. We have said prophecies, we shall celebrate more, we have declared, we shall declare more, but it is no longer late to begin to settle down in capacity. That's why God says, this morning, challenge them to build capacity for speed. Whether you are younger, you are old, you are male or female. Capacity is required. Now listen carefully because of time. Capacity talks about the amount of things you can contain or the ability that you have to do or to execute or to carry. If I bring a glass of a glass cup of water to the auditorium this morning and I required for a jar of water, and I ask them to start pouring the water inside the glass cup, once the glass cup is filled, what happened? It starts spilling off and it can't contain again. What has happened? Its capacity has been exhausted. It's a container. But it cannot take more than its capacity. I need to pay attention this morning. Some people may not fly between one bus stop and another bus stop. Some may not even fly more than Lagos to Ogun State. 
But there are global flyers right here this morning. You cannot have more than your capacities are. In another way, generator is where you see in this part of the world. No generator can carry beyond its capacity. To carry the light in this auditorium now, you can use some, some generators. To carry the light and all the equipment with all the AC, you need higher capacity. Once you try to enforce it, you destroy the engine. And in the process, the, the engine, the generator, and in the process, you may even affect all your equipment. You cannot do beyond your capacity, sir. You can't receive more than your capacity. And so, you can't fly more than your capacity. Your altitude is capacity determined. Your altitude in life is capacity determined. Don't just celebrate prophecies. Begin to ask yourself, do I have capacity for flight? Do I have capacity for unusual speed? Do I have capacity for back-to-back testimonies? Everything that you are envisioning, ask yourself, do I have capacity for it? If God will make you a thousand times more than you are now, are you already in capacity a thousand times more? Are you already in capacity a thousand times more? For example, ladies, I'm not coming your way, I'm just preaching. You know a lady who can undo serious wealth by little one. Particularly the, most, the married ones. Give them a little bit of comfort, a little bit of money. You see their inside coming out. The way they talk to their husbands, talk to their mates. They wanted comfort and money. Little came, but they have no capacity to handle it. Now you will see the boss in them. You see the boss, the ego in them. You see a woman who is suddenly loosed. Because what was coming was not prepared for. The management, the sustainability was not prepared for. Many are desiring what they are not capable to handle. Many are desiring what they are not capable to handle. Capacity talks about your capability. Many are asking for what they are not ready for. This year has started. I need you to be ready. I don't want prophecy to be a strange statement to you. Build capacity. What I say? I believe, without any outer of doubt, that many people will suddenly enter to their speed because they are ready for it. And God will take some weeks of this year to prepare some for this speed. To prepare some. Perhaps this word is coming. But there are some people that things will be happening to them because you are already ready. And like God told us, divinity is getting married with what? Capacity you are really following. That is a union ongoing. That is a mixture of capacity with divinity this year. And I needed this to sound so strong in your spirit so you can buckle up on time. 
You can buckle up on time. For those who have built capacity in the last few years, divinity will find a very easy route to work with you. And because of his mercy and his grace, he's sending me to you this morning so you can be ready for divinity to work with you. Divinity to work with you. Build up your capacity. Unusual speed is not for just anybody. It's for capacity builders. I would like you to eat for the journey is far. What you have eaten will be needed. What you have eaten will be needed. And you needed to eat more. To have the stamina. The strength. To have the structure. For what is coming. Those three words are powerful sir. The strength. The stamina. And what again? Talk to me church please. And the structure for what is coming. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. If you fail in the days of adversity, how little is your strength? Great stuff are coming. Mighty things are coming. But are you full of strength? Are you full of stamina? Let me quickly say this as it occurs to me now. Strength and stamina are not for the pride. God is not talking about strength and stamina so you can be proud. In fact, I have found out that men of unusual strength are calm. Are calm. What justifies their strength is the result. Their exploit is what justifies what? Their strength. This year, it is your speed that will justify what you carry. A dog can't fly because it's not constructed that way. It's not wired that way, sir. You can desire flight until you are wired to fly. You don't fly. A dog, a lion, a goat can desire it. But because they are not wired as eagle, they can't fly. See it. Do I'm saying it? Please, I see it. Capacity is not borrowed. It's an individual responsibility. You got to tweet away this morning. You don't borrow capacity. You don't, you don't look at somebody to, to borrow it. You don't convert it. You don't desire it. You build it. You must have it. You must have capacity. He said, if I can work with her, then I can have it. No, sir. You can only be challenged to build it. You can be inspired to build it. You can be imparted with grace to build it. You get what I'm talking about? Get this thing very clear. Association does not transfer capacity. Intimacy with anyone does not transfer capacity. It can challenge you. It can inspire you. It can give you grace to build your own. Everybody must rise to the occasion of capacity building. Everybody. Sir, your children must build their own. Otherwise, they will take your wealth, take your wisdom, take your properties and mess them up. They have no capacity for the production. Isn't God a master strategist in the production? He gives to each and every one of us capacity for the production. Through of us. When, it doesn't matter that because you give out to seven children, that all your seven children will not have their own reproductive organ. 
You give her to 12 children, they still have what? It does not matter how many children you have. 48 children with 10 wives, each of them will still have their reproductive organ. God won't say you have too much, it's okay. Otherwise, each of the 48 will be forever deprived of reproducing. No capacity, no reproduction. You cannot get to where you are not ready for. You can't, sir. Unusual speed does not jump on people like that. You get ready for it. I love today's service. It's an instructive one. It's an instructive one. You need stamina. You need strength. You need what? Structure. So you must build yourself for strength. Bang. You must build yourself for stamina. Bigger. You must build yourself with structure. You have structure. Structure for the speed. Structure for the speed. Things are going to happen. It will be happening one after the other. That is what is called speed. You'll be covering distance on time. Covering distance. Covering distance on time. You'll be making more money within a, within a short time. You'll be enjoying favor in essence, avalanche, on time, avalanche, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about just figures, just number. We're not speaking abstract. It's real. If you really heard what God told us, he said, unusual speed is called phenomenal conversion. That things are evolving, things are changing. That divinity is working on your reality. Quick and fast. Quick and fast. Something just done on me right now. What is this word? By the time you wake up in the next coming days, you will have been in a new space. Yeah. You know, I am more bold than ever before declaring those in the law. Because I'm seeing sons and daughters entering to the diverse destinies. Diverse destinies. In the next coming days, you will wake up and locate yourself in your new space. But you must build capacity. Divinity is excited to operate. We're searching for capacity. And I sought for a man. I've read your Bible. Too many men. Why is God still seeking for man? He said, when you read the Bible, just ask simple questions. In Ezekiel, he said, I sought for a man. I shall stand in the gap. Why will God be seeking for a man when there are too many men? Too many men. Every time God speaks, God is looking for who is ready for this thing. Who is ready? Who is ready? Who wants to catch up with this thing? Who has the capacity? What can I operate with? What can I work with? Heat. You are going far. You are going far. You can't be running on an empty tank. You can't be embarking on a journey with inferior engine. Buckle up. Sit up. And start building. Start building. Me die. I need your help. First Kings chapter 19, verse 5 to 8, please. First Kings 19, verse 5 to 8. Then, as talking about Elijah here. Then, as he lay and slept, I need speed. We must walk in the reality of what the Lord is saying at all times. Then, as he lay and slept under a boom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Why? Let's see why. Arise and eat, yes. Arise and eat. Then he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals 
and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Verse 7. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time. You are not eating for fun. And touched him and said, Arise and eat. Because that journey is too great. If you want to embark on a great journey, eat where? For that journey is to what? Come on, now you are in church. It's to what? It's too great. It's phenomenal. It's awesome. It's huge. Who is traveling on a huge flight here? Unusual speed indeed. He said the journey is huge. First eight, my dear, please. Come on now. Come on now. So he arose and ate and drank and he went water in the strength of that food for many days. 40 days and 40 nights. As far, as far as Oreb, the mountain of God. He embarked on a journey by the strength of what he has said. He went as far as what he has taken in. Sir, look up here. If you are empty, you are going nowhere. Do you still love me? Yes, sir. Everybody must hear what the Lord is saying this morning. If you are empty, you are going nowhere. For the journey to get started, God who knows how it works, said, get up, eat. Get up, eat. He was sleeping. He said, get up, eat. Get up, eat. Get up, please. Tap your neighbor softly. Say, it's time to eat. To eat means it's time to be loaded. It's time to invest in yourself. Self-investment for the usual speed. Please, in the next 21 days, I want to see the new you imagine. Because whatever you do daily for 21 days, it will suddenly become your habit. Just make up, when we, when, when we are through this morning, make up your mind for some capacity building decisions, which I will help us out. Capacity, my goodness, capacity building decisions. For the next 21 days, okay, eat too. Can I say eat? Please eat. He woke up from sleep, he ate, he went back to sleep. God is not talking about just food for nutritional purposes. He's not talking about just merely eating for you to just go to the toilet and say, I'm eating. He's talking about destiny-related meal. Strength-required meal. Strength-required meal. That is a meal you eat that gives you strength. He said, and he went in the strength of the food he had had for 40 days. And he traveled very far. As far as Oreb, the mountain of the Lord. He went as far. Far is traceable to capacity. Somebody yelling me to you, you will go far. Amen. Some people faint in the days of opportunities. That will not be your testimony. Amen. Please eat. 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 Can I eat? Eat. Now, when a man eats, a lot of things begin 
to take place. A lot of things begin to take place when you eat. When you eat, there is a digestion process that happens when a man eats. And I want to appreciate four things that you must inevitably do to build your capacity and we start from eating. And if these four things are in place, sir, divinity will find ease to operate with you. An unusual speed will not be a problem. There is somebody here, you will not fall down by the wave of the spirit. Amen. It is a good day better that. Amen. When the hand of God snatch you, boom, do you know desire that you should fly? So you've got to be very strong and solid and rock solid. So when the hand of God is on you and you go boom like that, you are in it. You are in it, strong in it. Number one. That you must eat to get started. Number one, you must acquire knowledge. Knowledge is eat food. Knowledge is food. So, shall the knowledge of truth be unto you, if thou hast found it. Then, it has a connection to your expectation. Then your expectation shall not be cut short. Knowledge. This year be knowledge crazy. This year be knowledge addicts. What you know will make men to know you. What do you know, sir? This is not a, the year for fine girls with that knowledge. Fine boy with that knowledge. It's not the year to display designers with that knowledge. Knowledge will be required for the unusual speed. Eat, 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 eat. You will need to know both the hardware and the software. I'm going somewhere. I came here to challenge you big time. You can't be comfortable with hardware knowledge. Hardware is expensive, but software is more expensive. You didn't get the gist. You make more money from software than hardware. And many of us in the church, we are not catching up with what is happening to this world. We are knowledge bankrupt. Many are exerting strength and struggling without paying the price required for software knowledge. Capacity that we're talking about is not in the real sense of physical gym, gym that you do. You know, when you go to gym, which I'm sorry, I was going to get there, we can tell that this one goes to gym every day, right? The chest, the flat tummy, and every other thing. All other things that show that this war, physical gym, morning and evening, every day. But that just ends there. But I'm talking about what men see and they can tell this one knows what he's doing. He has an advantage above other people. He has knowledge, he has clarity, he has depth. He knows the know-how. 
You must crave for knowledge. Everywhere and anywhere you can find relevant knowledge to your career this year, you must go for it. On site and online. Even with the younger ones, somebody can be younger to you in age, but you must find all means to get that knowledge. Buy knowledge and sell it not. There is no, there is no capacity without foundational mean. Oh, I love the way God teaches me. You can't be talking about capacity without foundational mean. So, capacity. No capacity without basic foundational knowledge. It is that knowledge that you have acquired that you now do the other three things I will tell you about. And when you have done those three things, but this first one fall, wow, your capacity is built. Then divinity rests on it. The speed begins to happen. Speed is grace working for you. What did I say? Oh, you are here. I like that. Speed is grace working for you. Speed, I repeat, is grace working for you. But grace does not work on emptiness. I am the least of all the apostles, Apostle Paul says, but I labored more than them all. And there is a required knowledge for correct labor. Are you getting it? That is what? A required knowledge for correct labor. A required knowledge for correct labor. This year, don't labor in ignorance. Don't labor in emptiness. Don't labor in constraints. Don't labor in limitation. Either you, are, you have a system, you have a shop, whatever it is you have, there is something you need to acquire in respect to where you are going. Knowledge. And knowledge is important because vision has been caught. When you catch vision, sir, the next thing is to seek for knowledge. Who is going for this year? Oh, everybody, I'm, I'm glad. Then begin to search for the required knowledge. Now, media, let's do something. 24 of Proverbs. Verse 3 to 5. You have caught the vision. Where you are going this year. You have the empire in view as a vision. Then you must go for the knowledge. You, you, you must have a very big factory producing shoes this year. You can't be limited to one room producing this thing. Then you now go for the knowledge. That is how to build capacity. Capacity starts from acquiring knowledge for the vision you have caught. Prophecy is a vision. Prophecy is what? A vision. And no vision fulfills itself. Prophecy is a vision. When God speaks to you, like I told you last time, vision is casted. The Lord shall make you a thousand times more. So you look at yourself. What I'm doing now times a thousand. In God's calculation, it's enormous. It's what? So you have caught a vision like that. So how do I now work in the realities of this vision? You go for knowledge. Look at it. Proverbs 24, verse 3 to 5. Through wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it is established. Three to five, it is established by knowledge. By knowledge. By knowledge. The rooms are filled with what? All precious and pleasant riches. And verse five. And verse five. A wise man is strong. Listen carefully, please. Yes. A man of what? Does what? 
In the context of our contemplation, increases in what? Give me, my, give me the word, what I'm looking for. Give me the right word I'm looking for. Increase in what? Ah, what the church, you are brilliant. So your capacity begins from acquired knowledge. And the more knowledge you have in regards to your vision, the more your capacity begins to develop. Simplified in the concept of capacity. I'm simplifying the concept of capacity so you can understand. It starts from, it starts from knowledge. Me. So he said, heat, heat, heat. Yet, he slept again. No, this one is not to sleep. Let me make you to understand why you are eating. The journey is far. The food is for the journey. The knowledge is for the journey. The knowledge is for the journey. If I get back home, get back home and go and write the vision. Make it plain. Go and write the vision and make it plain. Make it plain. And ask yourself, if this is where I am going in life, what are the required knowledge to get there? I know somebody that lost multiple of millions of contracts for lack of attention to details. Just because he has not been wired in capacity development to build a very high sensitive awareness and attention to details, he lost greatness. And that breakthrough will have given a phenomenal confession of his status. A phenomenal confession. In other words, something will have catapulted him from where he is to the next level of admiration. Of excellence beholding. But because he lost it. This is not the time to be insensitive. You must be very accurate and sharp and be a person of knowledge. A person of knowledge is a person of answers. Is a person of how. He's a person of delight. You know this thing. You know it. You've got to know it. And your room can only be filled with plenty with knowledge. And you are strong by knowledge. Strong by knowledge. God is highly knowledgeable. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. Number two, because of time. How to build this capacity first settle with knowledge as has to do with your destiny. And number two, execute the knowledge. <laughs> Executing knowledge is called exercise. Knowledge, not exercise, is important. Knowledge, not exercised, is what? Important. It is in exercising your knowledge, you will be developing, you will be gaining experiences, you will be having mastery. What you do not exercise yourself in, you don't grow in. This must be a year of daily exercise. What I call it now? Daily exercise. See, I'm smiling. That's what she. Daily exercise. Look at me, sir. 
You can't arrive where you are not, where you have not exercised yourself today. Daily exercise. You can't eat exercise and want to exert. Only those who are used to exercise exert in life. You can't go far to where you are not used to. You can't get to where you are not used to. Exercise. Exercise yourself. You can't be reading about millions and you're not exercising yourself in millions. Knowledge came to you to have a body good shape and have a good body system in place. Go to gym. That is the knowledge. Is what? No matter the 21 things you know, benefits of gym, that is the knowledge. It's fantastic, but not sufficient. At the realm of mere knowledge is impotence. What convert that to a usable tool is when you begin to exercise with it. You get down to the gym and you lift, you carry, you twist, you do all manner, you sweat out. You don't do exercise for one day and go back to rest for another seven days. So, see where I'm going? Most Christians are challenged like this in church and they do it for a week and they resign. You exercise continuously. Even when your body starts forming and your system starts being in order, you continue. You continue. Capacity is developed from the place of exercise. Exercise. I will show you a scripture. Exercise. What are you exercising yourself in? Exercise. Exercise. You don't build prayer capacity without praying. You don't build fasting capacity without fasting. I didn't know that the 90 days fasting and prayer has affected me seriously. I'm not lying. The last one week, we did just five days here because we finished 90 days in December, right? Eh? In December. So we did five days. The last one week, I have found myself not eating till about 3, 4, 5, 6 p.m. What has happened that way? If I had faked the 90 days before 8 a.m. every day, I will have been feeling hungry. So there is no official fast in church here, but my system is still fasting. There is no official fasting. No, now open your eyes and hear the truth of God's word. There is no official fasting, no personal fasting, but my system is still fasting. Until you build yourself in exercise to a point that you are no longer faking it, you have not built capacity. Capacity is what you have, not what you fake. You are so exercised in prayer that you are praying, in fasting that you are fasting. You are exercise yourself in giving that you are giving. You have exercised yourself in any areas as it were and has to do with your next level, your next dimension, as it connects to the huge vision you have seen until you are hit for it. You get what I'm saying now? Please understand this thing. I want you to be very concrete this year. You must become the speed you are expecting. You become the speed you are expecting. Like I was saying this morning in the first service, stop giving anybody emotional blackmail. Stop harassing anybody. Stop requesting for who you are not. Stop demanding for what you are not qualified for. I know grace gives you what you are not qualified for. Leave that for God, but be a man and be responsible. It is entirely God's affair to direct the wave of grace to you, not you enforcing it. Or cornering people. 
That's witchcraft. No, it's the truth. It's really following the message. Trying to do what God will do from men is witchcraft adventure. And I've not helped you in life before, but help me now. If you can't help me, you are in trouble. Help me now. That's witchcraft. That's witchcraft. Please don't make me that there are many friends who are engaged in witchcraft. Many pastors who are engaged in witchcraft. You have not blessed lives. You have not touched them. You have not done anything. They must give you. They must give you. They must give you. That is witchcraft. What you have not changed cannot change you. What you have not built cannot build you. It doesn't matter your status. You see, you see, capacity discussion is a frank discussion. Frank discussion. Where everybody is coming to a huge sense of responsibility. And when we are talking about the science, you can see now, when you are into capacity development, you are daily active. You are catching it. You are what? You didn't hear what I just said. You are what? You are daily active. Most of you, you will soon understand that you have built capacity. You know why? A breakthrough is coming your way that your attention will be needed to the late at night. Late at night. That your attention is needed at 2 a.m. To what time? But most of you, for the past 35 years of your life, you have never woke up on a personal mental exercise or purpose exercise to sleep by 12 o'clock midnight. You are too used to normal life of laziness, of no matter. By 8 o'clock, you are sleeping. And by 6 a.m., you woke up small, you will go back again. And you, and you are telling yourself, you see, what? You don't understand. That is what is called capacity. You are not building anything. God has granted me grace to make complex teaching appear too small. That is how to build capacity. You don't understand. On your own, you are daily active. You are doing rehearsal till 1 a.m. when there is nobody invited to come and sing. What are you doing? You are building capacity. You, have, you know where you are going. Then you, are, you acquire the knowledge. Then you are on the keyboard till 3 a.m. And they are asking you, where are you going to go and play tomorrow? You say, I'm preparing for my destiny. Exercise. Exercise is one of the greatest things you have to do to build capacity. You hate exercise, you have hate the future. You hate exercise, you have hate the future. You must exercise yourself, your mind in all things. At every given time, morning, noon, and night. Morning, noon, and night. This young man, as far as music is concerned, is daily activated. What did I say? Your pastor, Paula Dini. Daily activated. Exercising myself in the future, I have seen. When you are talking about yourself and people are looking like you, like as if they are despised what I'm saying, don't mind them. Never allow people's deprived, I mean, despised looks. To shut you down of your exercise. It's you that know the vision you have. And the knowledge you have contacted. I was having a meeting with them at Lekki yesterday. You can imagine. I was still in the meeting till 3 p.m. And I said, you've got to be used to this. In this church, our wala is too much. That's why I said it. The wala is too much. I use the word wala so they can connect with me quickly. 
I say it is a capacity development for the things I see in the spirit. So I can't do ministry like another person are doing it. I've seen a vision and I know the knowledge required for it so I will exercise myself. Have you not seen more kiddos who are exercising themselves? Can I be honest with you? Poor men don't exercise. The rich does more than the poor. No, go and do your research and find out. Go and do your research. The rich does exercise more than who? Than the poor. Go and do your research. Go to Estes. Go to Lekki. Go to everywhere. When I'm driving to Lekki every Saturday morning for evangelism for a Lekki walk, from once I get to Ikoilin Bridge till I get to Shop Pride, as you go to do, you see them early in the morning with their different kind of sportwears. But from here to Terminal, you see nothing. You see nothing. You see nothing. That you, are, you are seeing the major difference already between the poor and the rich. Why did that, wait, you see, and that's what also happened in life and in all areas, even in all areas in businesses, in career, in achievement of dreams and visions. The poor have enough reasons not to do exercise. They have enough reasons. Their brain cannot receive it. They reject it. It doesn't matter. They are tired. They are this. They are that. And while they are in that mood of excuses forever, nothing changes. Capacity is never built like that. Exercise is what builds your capacity. Hebrews 5 verse 4. Please. Verse 14, I beg your pardon. Hebrews 5 verse 14, media. Help me. Hebrews 5.14. I want to see every member of this church from today daily activated. And when I see what you are doing, I can tell what you are building. I can describe the vision you are working towards. Come on now. Hebrews 5.14. Look at it. Solid food is for the matter. Who have some practice in telling right from wrong? Yes. Yes. 15. Okay, start from 12. Or well, maybe it's the fashion you are giving me. But solid food belongs to those who are full age. I think it's the fashion. Your fashion confused me. No. Give me New King James Fashion, please. New King James Fashion. I have it here. But solid food belongs. Do you have it there already? <laughs> Look at it. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. Those who are no longer playing games. Who are facing life. Those who are saying, this year has come, I want to take the bull by the horn. No more childishness. No more playing games. Who are foolish? That is, those who by reason of use, reason of use, have their senses what? Exercised. So their senses are exercised by reason of what? Usage. Use. Usage, usage to discern between what good and evil. 
So because they have developed capacity enough, they can say this is evil. Go away. This is good. Come. So it takes capacity to embrace good and reject evil. You don't understand. He said, meek and honest shall he that he may know how to refuse evil. What you undo, what you do not undo is traceable to your capacity. When you have stamina to reject some temptation, it's because you have built capacity. This terminal nerve sleep with me for one night and go. And something ran in your brain. We just one night in it. Ten million. But stamina, spiritual stamina, capacity says to you, ah no. If you cannot give me as God has led you, or as God is leading you, and God is not leading you, I'll wait for my time. What's wrong with you? Look at those guys there. They are, I don't just like them, but they are waiting for me. And they are showing you all kinds of options available, ready-made for the next move. But the stamina say no. What you accept, what you reject is a product of your stamina. The greatness you can handle and the one you cannot handle is a product of your stamina. Your capacity. And don't be confused. How do I then have this capacity? Usage. Usage. Exercise. By the reason of use, I've exercised their what? Senses. So their brain is so sharp. Their senses are so sharp that now they know what it is. So trained, that's what. Exercise trains you. That talks about capacity, training. What exercise does is that it trains you. It trains you for what is coming. It trains what is about to happen. It makes you become effective and efficient. When they suddenly make you to become the MD of a company, you know what to do. Because even though you are the head of the usher in your church, you are functioning as an MD of a conglomerate. You have, you have already used your senses. You have exercise. But most of us, we are currently our season right now. Eh? While we are waiting for our Kairos moment, which is divine appointed time, your normal existing time, what are you doing? How are you exercising yourself in it? Because your Kairos will soon land on your Cronus, which is your normal time in life. 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 9 p.m. That's your normal schedule, 24 hours a day. And your kairos is your appointed time. Your season is appointed by God. When that season comes on your normal schedule of time in life, it is either it carries it or it throws it away. You think what I'm talking about? Let me say it in a very simple way. What to do with 24 hours a day will determine after a while either I can carry God's glory or you throw away God's glory. And many people, when divine appointed time comes their way, they only taste it. They don't stay experiencing it. Why? There is no capacity. I'm praying for somebody here. When your divine timing comes, you will not just taste it. Amen. But you will live it. Amen. You will live fully. Live fully. Live comprehensively. Because you are rock solid for it. Because prior to that time, you have exercised yourself. The same thing in marriage, the same thing in relationship, the same thing in all areas of life. Before you get married, you have exercised. How are you handling your brothers at home? I knew that my wife would not have a problem with our children, that she would try her best. Because before we got married, 
she was already taking the responsibility of a mother. Among men, there is one. By circumstances and by situation, when that child was born, the mother left prematurely. For so they traveled with her church to Ibadan, something to go and do something, and life cut her off. And that young child was calling her mom. And she was doing that. And as a young man, I was observing. You will never be a good mother because you have children. Don't make that mistake. So how have you been able to exercise your senses when you are still single and with your siblings, children, or your cousin, your little cousin, your little niece, your little niece, or whoever is around you? How do you treat them? You don't understand that all these things matters. So you are saying, oh, my children can never be a lie. We can tell it is true based on how you are doing with others now. When you look at other people's children, you are still single. You just knock their head. You, you, you don't carry them properly. When you carry children, it's like, it's like funny enough. You have no compassion to feed them to anything. When you have your own, you do the same. You even do worse. No matter how selfish you are. But there is selfishness in every motherhood. But no matter how selfish you are, it will be soon clear that you are not a good mother. Because you have not exercised your senses by the reason of use while preparing for your own season. Capacity is like you are preparing a season for the re-season. Oh God. Oh, am I talking to the right people here this morning? You are preparing what? For what? Hey, let me know that you listen to me. You are preparing a season for the re-season. Another season is coming. Once the original spirit lands on you, it's a new season entirely. But with that season being maximized, if there is nothing you are prepared for that season, you can only taste it. That is even if you even have it. You can only taste it. Only taste it. There is nothing we are doing in Lake Kenya that moves me. When people say, Pastor Paul, thank God for Lekki Church. See, the way things are exploding. It doesn't move me because I have prepared myself for this season. And I'm not even in the real season I've prepared myself for. And I'm asking for more grace. Exercise. I you in the building? Is this blessing you at all? Number three, so we can go. To build this capacity is to think. Think. <laughs> and I'm talking about quality thinking, quality thoughts. Unusual speed. How deep, how quality, how solid, how fine-tuned, how excellent are your thoughts. God cannot be programming you for unusual speed and be planning unusual speed for you and for unusual speed for you and you are thinking slow. There are many slow thinkers. Somebody, somebody has been in this church for the past one year. I'm not lying to you. One year. Going to two years. And this person is still planning a life around 5,000 era. At that point, your problem is no longer your salary, your money, is your mind. In fact, your problem is no longer witchcraft. You cannot be in a place that God's word is coming and God is blowing our minds, blowing our minds, blowing our minds, and you cannot see yourself functioning above 5,000 error. Functioning above 10,000. 
And you are in a church like this for two years. Some people five years. I open you up to understand. So you can be shouting unusual speed, but without unusual thoughts, you cannot catch up with the flight. You must be an I fly thinker, a speed thinker. A speed thinker. How are you thinking? You can't be thinking slow and God say it's time for usual speed. You are thinking slow. How do you catch up? Look how it says. 23 verse 7 of Proverbs. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. There is nothing anybody can do about it. No prophecy can change anything. He will always be a product of his thoughts. He will always be a product of his thoughts. You've got to think very high. Think each. Think big. Think with, with think acceleration. Think momentum. There are daily momentum. Think unusual movement this year. Concerning your business, think in that direction. Think prophecy. God has spoken. Think what God has said. Think. And once you start thinking it, what's happening? Let me, let me just quickly do this in one minute. When you start thinking, you see, your thought begins to flood your heart. You hear this? And once your thoughts start flooding your heart, it starts creating for you what I call creativity. Creativity proceeds from the state of your mind. Creativity proceeds from the state of your mind. If you start thinking that you want to become, you want to have senators and governors and VIPs and big folks and big businessmen, CEOs, to become your client as a fashion designer, that is your thought. Once that thought fills your heart, ideas, creative ideas, start flowing from that flooded thoughts in your mind. You will now realize that the ideas that will be coming your way, the things that you will be coming, that will be, that will, that will be done in your heart, will be things in that direction. And as I told you, the number two point, as you do those things, with divinity rubbing on it, what happens to you? Phenomenal confession, unusual speed. Unusual speed. Think. Think speed. <laughs> it helps your capacity. And you will only plan what is available in the studio, in the factory. The factory of your life is your heart. Where ideas are created, where creativities are formed. And when you have the pictures of those ideas, those things, they are the things you now begin to plan with. Plan with. Plan with. You start executing. And divinity will now come upon it. This one, he knows what he's doing. He has capacity for it. Start preparing yourself. Start building yourself. See, Pastor Paul, if I'm doing this thing, will not be like I'm just traveling imagination. Exactly, you just got it right. Nobody arrived where he has not imagined. You got it right. <laughs> Even God himself began with that. Come, let us make man in our own image. And afterward, our likeness, our nature and our capacity. In our own image, our own nature. In our likeness, our capacity. Before God even did it, what happened? He imagined it. Concrete one. Stop thinking you will die in that one room in Lhasa. Stop thinking that your destiny will end like Jesha. Or Idioro. 
Diaraba. Get out. Think out of the bus. Think out of that confinement. I'm not joking here. Think out. Think speed. And listen carefully. Think in such a way that it will not take another one year before you change level. Before you relocate. I'm not talking about geographically living in Nigeria as in relocating your current status. That's what I'm talking about. Except God wants to live in Nigeria. Relocating your current status. Think in that direction. Take speed. And finally, let's close. How to build capacity. Settle for knowledge. Eat. Eat. But what you have heard is now what you are exercising, executing. And you are now thinking quality. And finally, you stretch. Stretch. <laughs> wisdom to stretch is wisdom to build capacity. Wisdom to stretch is wisdom for capacity development. If you can't stretch, you can't build. Quickly, let's go home. Isaiah 54, verse 2 to 4. Isaiah 54, verse 2 to 4. Wisdom to stretch is wisdom for capacity building. And you can only reach as far as you can stretch. You can only reach as far as you can stretch. Look at me. Look at me. This is the pivot right there. I am here. If I refused to move and stretch myself, I will only be beholding the pipit where he's standing, but I can't get there. You can only reach as far as you can stretch. I'm closing on this very strong note this morning. Either you are young, you are old, black or white, married or single, I beg you in the name of the Lord, it's time for you to stretch. Stretching is building your capacity. Look at what it says, 54. Let's read this. Stretch your prayer life, build capacity. Stretch your fasting life, build capacity. Stretch study of God's word, build capacity. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Stretch your covenant work with God. Enlarge the place of your tent. Or else you will not say enlargement. And let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spear. Are you listening at all? Do not spear. Don't think in the context of your background of failure, of poverty, of limitations. Do not spare letting your cause and strengthen what? Your stakes. Look at 3 and verse 4, my dear. Look at it. My God, my God, I see destiny is rising here. For you shall what? So what you shall is traceable to how you stretch. What you shall is a, the word shall means don't, don't need, it will happen. Right? What you shall come into is connected to your choice to stretch. For you shall expand to the right and to the left. Phenomenal conversion. And your descendants will what? In every the nations and make what? That desolate cities inhabited. That one bless me, Eunice. What God says that even the desolate space doesn't threaten God. Even if a place is desolate, there is nothing there for a long time. If you can build capacity and stretch, a desolate state will soon become a city filled with people. Look at verse 4. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. Let that be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame. For you will forget the shame of your youth and will remember the reproach of your widowhood 
anymore. Look at what happens when you take responsibility to stretch. If you can accept what God is saying and you believe in the prophecy, you think prophecy, and you stretch to build capacity, God says, whatever appears so desolate, no money, no color, no dignity, no testimonies, no customers, no clients, nothing is happening around you, no suitor, nobody is coming around you. He said, it appears desolate. He said, listen carefully, and there are some carry on shame. Every time you look at your youthful season, you are ashamed. You look at your widowhood, you are so terrified. God says, listen carefully, you will remember the shame no more. Because for your shame, I will give you glory. But the answer is in build capacity. I will lay hand on your capacity. I will release my divinity on your stretch. And I will bring you to expansion. Bring you to expansion. The songs of the prophet told the man of God, where we are is too small for us. Let us go. And get some, tre- and get some woods. Let's go to the forest and get some trees. And get some woods from the trees. And build and expand. They had difficulties. They had the borrow fell into the water. The prophetic, they have in their midst. God they had in their midst, helped them out. But they took step. They took step. Stretch. No, no, don't close. Don't go home without me hearing this one. The word stretch doesn't mean think stretch. Act stretch. I wish somebody helped me to do that not yet. It's, it's not about think stretch. What did I say? Act stretch. Act stretch. You have been praying for 10 minutes, make it 20 minutes. Stretch yourself. You have been fasting for a day, fast for two days. You have been studying your Bible, kind of quality time to study your Bible. Let me go there. You have not been tight in, tight crazy. You have not been sewing so crazy. Stretch. Make up your mind to be a person whose seed will be so stretched this year. Let me, tell you, let me be honest with you. I have found this to be true. And God has taught me, kingdom-wise, if you are so into 10 naira, your reign will not pass 100 naira, 1,000, 10,000 reign. When you start sowing in thousands, you start having multiple of thousands and hundreds of thousands. When you start sowing in thousands and hundreds of thousands, you start having early millions. When you start sowing in huge hundreds of thousands in millions, you start having multiple millions. When you start sowing in millions, you start having billions. Those who don't like the truth will fight this statement. But in my own life, I have found it to be true. Every time I made up my mind, every time I made up my mind to change my seed, something changed in my life. And I've, I kept telling you this out. Two years ago, God told me, change your offering. Change your offering. And since that time, my income changed. My income changed. When God told me to change my offering, I said, God, in the name of Jesus, this is somebody's salary in a month. Not just salary. Somebody who have a very good job. Even me, I needed faith to keep giving that offering. Two years and some months have passed. I have not stopped giving the offering. But you know what happened to me? My income changed. Somebody put me on salary for the past one year. That person has not failed once. Once. It changed. As his last year, I started seeing consistent seed in my life in millions. Not, not church, personally. I'm telling the truth. I'm not outsiders, members in this church. Members in this church. And I must tell you the truth because we are starting a new year now. Early last year, one said, me and my wife, God is just, we can't rest one minute. Not to church, to me. 
and has been happening like that. Somebody had given me again one minute on this year as a prophet offering. Please, if you like, be looking at me as if you are in the same church. This is how I've been preaching to you. A time is coming. Somebody will give me 100 million naira and I will show you here. If you like, say, don't say me, I'm telling you. But keep stretching in Jesus' name. Keep stretching. A time is coming. Somebody will give me a billion naira. Not to church, to me. And I'm almost there. See, I'm, why are you quiet now? Because I'm sharing testimony. Because I'm telling you. But I keep changing my offering. I keep stretching. I keep stretching. I keep stretching. I keep stretching. I keep. I didn't know God has trained my heart. I have a privilege, awesome privilege, to be a blessed to a particular pastor who just began his church of recent. And two days ago, he sent me a test. He said, Pastor Paul, send me your size, your shoe size. Send me your clothes size. Send me everything. I read the thing. I just give emoji sign of. I laugh, laugh. I didn't send anything. Because one day I pray to God, let a season come in my life. And I'm not vulnerable to those who want to give to me. There are things I have been praying for. I said, God, let the time come in my life. I'll go and preach in churches. And my offering will be more than the honorarium many times that started. Have I arrived? No. It's stretched. It's stretched. I said to God, Lord, I want to give me capacity. Not just to have cast, but to be given that cast. Stretch. Stretch. If you can't stretch, you can't expand. Build capacity. Build capacity. Some of you, if God give you 10 million, I will not see you again, church. We'll not see you again, church. I'm not lying to you. We'll not see you. We will not see you. Because God just gave 100,000 naira. He didn't come to church. Gave you one million. He didn't come. He didn't come. And it's, it's, it's my job. Stretch yourself in giving. Stop, stop. Just make a Lord, I want to give dangerous seed. Dangerous seed. How to do dangerous soul winning. You see, there's only cities can be inhabited. And this year I see many coming. I see sons and daughters rising in this house. Amen. And they will be giving me in multiple of millions. Amen. They are giving me, they are giving church. And yes, listen carefully, listen carefully, listen carefully, listen carefully. It will not come by because I'm their pastor. If I don't do the covenant. They will, they will even desire to say, Pastor, when I have, and some may not have until they die at 70 years, until they die at 80 years, they die at 100 years. Ah, that man. You always have. If you live your life on men's desire, you may not see until you die. But there's something that converts desires to realities. It's called self responsibility. What are you now? Let's go home, rise on your feet. Why are you smiling? <laughs> Rise on your feet. Everybody, ushers, help me out at the back everywhere. Shall we all rise? I want you to pray. It's about capacity. This is careful. Look up, look up, look up. This is the, say this is the evidence church. This is what? That when we preach a message like this and we are very frank with ourselves, we don't look here and there. I don't want to be seeing that attitude. When I see it, I will call it immediately. When we challenge ourselves like this, you look at yourself. How many persons in this house is going to give 30 millions this year? 30 millions. I'm not joking. It has started. From January 4th, it began. Tight begins to come in millions. From, not from outsiders, from here. From here. Look, I'm, not, I'm talking to you. Don't look at anybody else. I'm talking to you. 
From January 1st, it began. You will not steal. You will not jahoo. The divinity will rest on your capacity. I said, stop looking at me. Look at me and look at yourself. Is this here? Is you I'm talking about, not somebody else? You sit down and devour relevant information. Yet, the journey is far. And that's why it. be applying. Be applying. Be exercising yourself. A daily exercise. Why are you doing this thing? Ah, I, just, I just contacted the truth to you. Why are you doing this? Ah, did you hear what Pastor Paul said on Sunday? Why are you not tithing? Did you hear about tithing? First fruit. I have never done first fruit in my life, but this is what I will do. When you are doing that, you are enlarging your capacity for what is coming. Can I be honest with you? It's so sweet if you are the one God is using. It's so sweet. That you come to a push. I, I don't know what blessed me. What blessed me? When I went to Abuja to see that pastor that said I should come, that great man of God, Pastor Bion Fatoibo, when he gave me the honor to see him, in my culture, I went with a widow's my seed. I dropped it. I don't see a man of God without a seed. I felt it was so small, but I dropped my seed. And I was eager to ask him. He gave me your I said, give me your account number. He didn't give me. As I was going, my brain was just turning. Please, when you, see, when you discover things, don't just like it or discuss it. My brain was just turning. <laughs> How can a man, man of God, it appeared to me for the first time I'm seeing a man of God that I asked for account number. Either I'm giving 10 naira or 100 million. He doesn't even know. He didn't give me. For months, when I saw the attitude, I said, God, help me. Help me. Help me. There are some people, when they ask me, I don't want to give them on time. I didn't know that I was genuine with my prayer until I started seeing it happen to me. So if you ask me my car and I gave it to you, don't think I gave Pastor Paul in the whole state. Some things have changed about me. This is why I said to you, like, most of you don't even know who you are following. But we are not listening. We are not listening. We are not listening. You can be my wife, you don't know this part. Because I'm not listening. You may be a pastor. You may be a leader. Because I'm not following. Because it's not about what I have in my bank account, what I don't have. It's about the capacity I am building. It's not, it's not. It's my capacity that I'm building. I can show you. Somebody asked me, your shoe size, everything. Till now, I have not responded. And basically, can afford it. I've not responded. And I'm glad that things are changing in my life. Capacity, because a time is coming. <laughs> okay? You, you are in a realm with God, not because of what anybody is trying to do. You are what? You have escaped the natural. Ladies, look at me. Don't receive this word from the place of your current status. Because most times, if you don't have money now, when we are preaching like this, uh, uh, no. Don't receive the word from this a new year. Receive it from the place of knowledge, acquisition, and decision making. That God will help you tomorrow to help somebody. And you know that they are trying to please you by giving you something back. Say, don't bother. It's because you have built capacity. 
Because money, no matter how small or big, is very, very dangerous. So at that point, what you are doing is what I did to you is not even about you. It's my me and my God. And you cannot be the one that will reward me. You will thank him for being thoughtful, for being appreciative. That will forever be in your mind that this person is very appreciative. But not necessarily you collect anything. Capacity. Capacity. I do not be a conversation anywhere. Anywhere. Just look at that person. I'm the one that did it. No, you have built capacity. I saw that in that one of God. I said, ah, my. So my more covenant to you. My little. Ah, I took that. I took that. I took it. And there are many other things I took. Because I want to operate what is called I finance in ministry. I finance. I want sons and daughters in this ministry to come to the billion's realm. Amen. I'm talking about you, not somebody else. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And out of that, you are confidently rooted. You don't joke with your tithe. You don't joke with your first fruit. You don't joke with your prophetic giving. You don't joke with your kingdom advancement. Pastor Paul, tell me the beast for mega shift. There's somebody here you will sing one least sponsor anniversary. Amen. And right as I'm talking, I can see that I say, Pastor Boy, tell us what's the plan? What's the plan? What's the plan for the new build? What's the plan for the what as I'm talking about? It doesn't start from where you have, it starts from when you are building capacity. It starts from building capacity. Every prayer time you are praying, you are building prayer capacity. You are fasting, you are studying the world, you are building spiritual capacity. Then you wake up very early. You are building capacity. Even though you are an entrepreneur, it's your business. Wake up very early. Behave. I've been doing that for ages. I had my first office in a, in a compound of a car, a car park in the house. And a small space in that car park. That's where I had my first table to do office. To do office. Don't say, I'm working remotely. I'm on my own. You are, you are in bed. You are in bed at night. You are not building capacity. Get up. Create a space in your room. Get a table there and get a chair. And spend little money on it. Start with color. Paint color. Office color. Office table. Office everything. One small color like that. You wake up. You dress. You clean up everything. You sit down with your system. Working. Give yourself time. Put yourself on salary. It's your money. All the money is your money. I know. Build capacity for management. If I tell you the salary I'm getting in this church, you will... You say, Pastor Paul, <laughs> so the worst salary is very abusive. I just say allowance. Your church is not responsible for my house rent, not responsible for my children's school fees, not responsible for my flight, not responsible for my food. So what is the evidence you're responsible for? Go and ask Pastor Sheik. Because the answer is nothing except the little allowance every month. Little allowance. Because I don't want to hit my future. If I touch you now every month, 500,000 naira, and make it, make it, I beg my account. You can't say no. I may go caught. So it's not about him. It's not about anybody. It's about the future I'm aiming at. At the end of the day, God will justify. One of us sent me a message this morning that is watching the TV. I'm watching this from London. He said, I wish I can read it. The second phone is there. He said, I'm so speechless. I use a fine word as I'm watching the minutes of investment. That's how you put it. I have invested. 
The same thing happened to Yemi the first time she traveled. Say, ha! Huh? Because when you now saw it from outside, the value was better appreciated. I think it's better one to create a future than to spend it now. When you're a capacity builder, you don't know what you are doing. You are creating a future you can't spend. You can't spend now. You are creating a future you can't spend now. Stop spending your future now. Build capacity. You are creating a future. 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 Are creating a future. Are creating a future. You are creating a future. Wake up early. Do the right thing. Don't sleep too early. Don't be sleeping 10 hours, 20 hours a day. What's wrong with you? Are you pregnant? So many men who are pregnant. Yeah. When the man is sleeping by 10 a.m. and he's having a lala, what do you call lala in English? What's that in English? I'm telling you. And stretch forth your hands and begin to ask for grace for capacity building. Grace for capacity building. Let me say the last thing here. The last thing. Answer me very sincerely. In all our messages on rest, 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 rest. Be very sincere. How many of you have seen a great man on the forefront that is resting? I won't say more than that. Go and think. You know, everybody is asking everybody to rest. But show me one great man that is truly resting. In church, in life, in ministry, in everywhere. Show me one. Except they go for short vacation. Show me one. Is that good resting? Show me one. They are on the cutting edge. They keep going. They keep building capacity for the next future. For the next future. Capacity building is a season you create for the reasons you are expecting. Or for the next season. Either the re-season or the next season. So right now, the season you are expecting this year, if you have built, refine. If you have not yet built, spend the next few days. To start asking yourself, in line with what I've said, what should I be thinking on? What kind of knowledge should I go and be acquiring? How much should I invest myself? Okay, what should be my daily exercise? How many? And finally, what do I need to stretch myself more? Stretch. Pray more. Fast more. Tight more. Give more. Do more so winning. So a seat into your church that God will stand up. So you say to your pastor, you will not be able to sleep. You don't get the gist. There is a seed you land on your pastor's hand for the next seven days. He's not sleeping. He said, God, I will get there. And it's, it's comparative. It's comparative. If a pastor has not seen you, so he said of 50,000 since he has known you. The last you have ever done is 10,000. And it's not 50,000. Like me, I will call you. I saw a consistent pattern in our church for the past two months. Very huge. I called him. I know what you are doing. What are, what are you doing now? Because I was touched. So don't say, Pastor, but I, I will soon give you a billion sterile seed. You will not sleep. No. Start now. Pastor, I will soon bring 10,000 souls to church. Start now. Pastor, they will soon hear of me. 
Let your neighbor start hearing you now. Before the world will hear you, it's just your neighbor hearing you. Start now. Start now. The year has started. You to do what? Death started. Lift your two hands and bless God. Lift your two hands and bless God. Honor him. Give him all the glory. Celebrate him. I love the quietness. But I believe this quietness is converted to decision making. Decisions have been made here. Decisions. 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 High level stretch. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. All lies looked up here. I just saw somebody right now. I saw some group of people here. But I desire that you be everybody. But I saw some. God told me to tell that you have changed your level. Amen. Before you came tonight, I'm just going to beg your pardon. When people are believing God for thousands, you try to identify. Once they are believing God for millions, you quietly, you know, quietly withdraw. But God is saying, from now, it's changing your season. It's changing your season. When you start believing God for billions, you will come out and say, let's talk about it. I built capacity. I built capacity. I have built capacity. I have built capacity. Some of you, you are not going to just die with one man business. God is going to make your business to grow so much. That's going to come a system. Say system. Where you have members of staff, chains of operations, coordination on daily basis. And you, do, you will not go to stay with only one room. Say one room. One room. One room. Expand. I don't know what I'm talking about. I see grace locating somebody from all over the world. All over the world. I see divine portals being opened. I see the release of heaven. Your resources and grace and virtues and power. I just see something happening right now. Thank you, Father. Something has taken place in this place. Lift your two hands and give him glory. Favor. Wow. Open your eyes. See what I just saw. Human favor. There are 21 persons here who are smart enough to crash into this thing. Human favor. Human favor. Do you know the meaning of what I just said? Human beings are coming to your space. Human favor. Human. Area feeling so strong all over me. Human favor. Human favor. The gift of men. The gift of friends that stick closer than brothers. Please stretch forth to me. I need that. I'm your pastor. I give it by prayer point. <laughs> I need that testimony. The gift of friends that stick closer than brothers. The gift of men. I sense it. I just sense the wave of the gift of men. Coming from everywhere, the gift of men. You know, and what Lord is saying to me is this in this gift of men, you will see your husband there, you see your wife there. 
I'm telling you, you see your connection. You see your strategic contact there. You see your connector there. You see a mixing network in the gift of man. Gift of man. Gift of man. Let's bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh my soul. Somewhere is on you now, right? Within me, blessings, gift of man. Some of you are very wise. Gift of man. Gift of man. It's the best time to connect. I'm telling you. We have just one minute. Bless the Lord. with testimonies in Jesus' name. Go ahead and give the Lord a big hand, everyone. And please be seated. I want to build a covenant capacity starting from this morning. Increase it. Is anybody making up his mind or her mind this morning? I will increase my offering. I'll be consistent with my tithe. I will not do 